So here's the choice. Some people say the USA is finished. It's evil, a has-been, full of hate and injustice. The U.S. Constitution should be trashed and the Bill of Rights abolished. No free speech, no gun ownership. Competition and free markets are bad. We're all too stupid. For our own good, the government must own everything and know all your secrets. Other people say that America has created the freest, richest, happiest, most generous society that has ever existed in the world. That's why millions of people are desperate to come here and escape their brutal lives in Cuba, Venezuela, North Korea, and 100 other countries. In America, we have the right to succeed, the right to our own living, the right to have a family, the right to believe in God, the right to have our own ideas, the right to be safe and secure, and the right to be left alone. Where do you stand? Help us save the Constitution and restore the American dream. Go to SaveMyFreedom.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Oh, that's not my, that's my Halloween sounds. I'm trying to do Halloween sounds. It is October 30th, 2021. We are so excited today to be here at Radio Law Talk the day before Halloween because I really enjoy Halloween. Halloween to me is a fun time to see the kids dress up and see some uh, individual adults dress up kind of wacky too. Um, I'm here with Denise Dirks, Todd Cunin, and our producer, Cal Hunter. Welcome to Radio Law Talk, the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. You know what? We have so much fun here, and we have uh, a little bit to share with you. We're going to talk today about uh, some of the most interesting and funny uh, lawsuits concerning Halloween. We're going to discuss a number of those, and we're going to mix and match them here and there. Instead of talking all about them, we'll throw one in here and there as as we're talking about uh, Halloween and – the uh, interesting cases that occur because of Halloween or because of spooky things. Uh, a sad, sad story about Alec Baldwin and the Rust uh, uh, team and the movie that they're filming and the sad uh, death of a, a, a movie person, a, a uh, cinematographer. We'll discuss that. Yes, Cal, it is. It is that time. Bobby Boris Pickett here. Yeah. Yeah, NASCAR. We're talking about a tombstone lawsuit. This is fits right in, Cal, uh, with the NASCAR and tombstone lawsuit. Yeah, the latest on Kobe Estate. Uh, Rick Okasik. Okasik. Um, Rick <laughs> Okasik and the cars. And the curves. <laughs> Uh, Parme- he likes Parmesan cheese, my understanding. With, with, with marina sauce? She likes, he likes marina sauce. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, the latest uh, lawsuit, that the uh, settlement uh, of his estate. That's very interesting. By the way, his wife and or at the time, I didn't realize the time of his death, they were in the process or had just gotten a divorce or was in the process, in the process. And we're going to talk about that with Denise Dirks, who is a family law attorney that that was, by the way, he married her. If you go look at, I, I can't remember which song it was. She was the model in one of his 
uh, one of his uh, like YouTube or his uh, what do you call those video music videos. music videos yeah, yeah music videos uh, back in the day yeah Monster Mash goes right along with a Rick Okasic I think it may have been the uh, music video to the to the song Magic uh oh it's magic yeah uh oh it's magic yeah and, and because I remember there was a thing yeah. where he's walking on water. In the video, yeah, and I saw a making of. They actually dropped a huge block of ice in a pool, and then filled the water up so that he's walking across ice in about oh. um, in about two inches of water. Nice. Yeah. But so anyway, that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, they've been married for a long time, and then they were getting a divorce right before he passed away. So guess what? There's a little bit of uh, uh, argument about what's going on there. Family Bible is important upon death. This case is going to talk to you while your family Bible may be important upon your death. And we're going to talk about Britney Spears. Remember, this is the most inter- – uh, we're talking about general topics of law. Uh, go seek counsel. And we are not giving legal advice. And better than that, if you'd like to go to www.radiolawtalk.com. And we've lowered our voice at this time and discuss disclaimers. Disclaimers. When you want to go to sleep at night, forget about Ambien or the any of those pills. Just go to the disclaimer. Slumber soundly. At Radio Law Talk. Do not read it while you're driving. It's dangerous. In You'll fact, fall asleep. You probably shouldn't be reading anything while you're driving. Other than our law talks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, not 855. Advice, by the way. <laughs> We, we, don't, we don't give advice on Radio Law Talk, except, yeah, don't read stuff while you drive. <laughs> Sometimes you wonder eating stuff, too, right, Todd? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Somebody, oh, my gosh, I spilled a little lettuce on my lap. Let me I, look down and I, grab it. I'm waiting for drive throughs to be outlawed, you know. Well, this is <laughs> Right now, that's the only thing open, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really talented reporter who worked for me uh, who now works in the Sacramento area. And she was driving to Red Bluff one day, and I happened to be passing her on the freeway. And she has the Red Bluff Daily newspaper open in the steering wheel nice. while she's driving. Nice. I said to myself, oh, what could happen? That makes Fred Penny money. <laughs> oh, man. That's what I always say. Right? Wow. That yeah. was I remember my, my wife used to just get mad at some bad drivers. I go, sweetie, that's okay. Those people make us money. That's yes. why you're driving the new Tahoe. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, if everybody starts obeying the law, we're going to be on welfare. Okay, exactly just, just, right. just ride the wave. You want to hear some great stories? So, you know, being a personal injury lawyer, I'm coming up on 30 years now, Cal. 30 Congratulations, Fred. Years. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, I can't believe it's happened. 1992 is when I opened my law practice. Where was your first office? Uh, it was in a little town. This is interesting. And we are a big firm now. And it, it and the reason I say this is you had a, I rented a I'm going to call it the closet, this little dinky office of a little dinky single sole proprietor guy. I rented his little office. I swear it was 10 by 10. And that's how I started was a little office in Northern California. Now we're six offices in California, and we have partners in 46 states, our firm, that we do cases all over the United States. Well, you've clearly taken that 10 by 10 office and turned it into something magnificent, and congratulations Thank you. to you. For I think it. I should make it a shrine. Well, you should. I should buy the building yeah. and just make it a shrine. Have you ever seen the uh, the show Better Call Saul? 
No. Mm. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a spinoff of Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. And it's the Saul Goodman, how he became an attorney. His first office is in the back of a beauty salon. Nice. <laughs> he can't even open the door before it hits his before it hits his desk and his voicemail greeting he has recorded himself but in a very high-pitched english accent voice to make it sound like he's got a british secretary <laughs> oh my gosh i'll tell you the best that he was pretty smart you know why yeah. guess we're some of the best people who who know people that are uh, okay they need a divorce lawyer or an auto accident lawyer who are the number one people that know who to refer to or or know about that Oh, hairstylist. The hairdressers, because right. everybody's in there talking. You That's know, true. hey, what's the latest? Jimmy got in an auto accident. Well, Fred Penny's a nice guy. Or Denise Turks. Oh, my, uh, little Jane is getting a divorce. Oh, Denise Turks is a. Oh, that we have a criminal problem. Oh, Todd. And if your office is at the salon, there oh, you go. You, know, you should really stop by. You should really stop by Fred's office. It's just in the back there. He'll give you a free cucumber mocha or something like that. That actually sounds kind of gross. I'll, I'll, but, give, uh, I'll give you a cut and curl after. <laughs> Can you see you put your feet in uh, soaking in this little tub while you're – okay, let's see here. The legal issues here are going to be – that someone's working on their nails. Like, okay. Well, what, what, once the attorney knows that the client can literally go nowhere because they have their feet in the water and they're doing their hands, yeah. that's when the attorney comes over. Oh, let me talk to you because I know you can't leave. That's exactly <laughs> the right. The fish are nibbling on your feet and the door yeah. can't open behind you. <laughs> fish. You, got the, I, you know, I, people go do that little fish thing that nibble on oh, their yeah. feet. I haven't done that yet. Have you done it? I don't know. No, I wouldn't do it. Pass. Look, here's the most important thing about the today. I'm going well, to tell you guys the most important thing. And you guys don't know this, by the way. Cal might, but the two of you don't know this. What? You ready for this, Denise and Todd? I'm ready. Welcome, WZFG 1100 AM and 92.3 FM, Fargo, North Dakota, our newest affiliates. Woohoo! Fargo, North Dakota, welcome. Yes. I mean, I love North Dakota and South Dakota. I want to go visit. I haven't ever been there. I think we're going to have to, a lot of times they'll have me on the radio. I'll, if I'm anywhere near, like, you know, I've been in Salem and, and Oregon and, and meet, uh, a number of places, and they have me on the radio. They want to interview me for Radio Law Talk. I think I want to go to North Dakota and be interviewed. Fargo, North Dakota, yeah. bring your own wood chipper. Are you, you think we should do this, huh, Cal? All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about a case or no case that Cal's going to try to get us on. We got to talk. We got to talk about oh, the sad case uh, about Alec Baldwin. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard to talk serious when we got a bunch of jokesters around here. We'll be back. Radio Law Talk. We'll continue in a minute. Stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk. It's coming right up after we break away. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute... Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. 
A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. Co-pays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. To get my car washed, this dirt it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Car, car, car Wash. Quick Quick Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182. You better listen to us. This is no fun. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Ghost. Ghostbusters is on. It's Halloween. Woo! We're going to have
have some great times today. We're going to have a Halloween uh, special uh, discussion about some cases. I have Wayne Hendershot. I'm throwing shouting out to over 100 radio stations nationwide. My good friend, Wayne Hendershot, is standing right next to me. You know why he's standing? Wayne, why are you here? Fixing a chip. He's fixing a chip on my, on my windshield while we're live nationally. Can you believe that? Wow. This is Radio Law Talk. We do everything live and exciting, right? It's, it's Wayne's world. We Wayne's just live in it. world. That's right. Wayne, are we done with my windshield? We're done. Done in 15 minutes. All right. Hey, we did it in 15 minutes. Wayne Hendershot, okay. thank you for taking care. Hey, what, Cal, do you have some when, problems? When you're done, look at the Black Ford Fusion. Yes. Star down <laughs> in the lower right. Go look. Okay. Wait a minute. I have to sign oh. and say I agree. Okay. I've signed. I agree. Okay. There you go. Is that good? All right, see you, buddy. Wayne Hendershot, man. You know, if, you, if you look at my windshield out <laughs> there with all the cracks, it, it, it looks eerily like, say, pre-World War II Europe with all of the lines for the divisions. Yes, so yes. there you go. Wayne, you'll make $10,000 fixing the cracks on his windshield. And he, and he has other crack problems we won't bring up, all right? Hey, stop. Thanks, I, uh, Wayne. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> all right, we're going to do Case or No Case. Cal, roll it. Let's do it. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yeah! All right, it was a movie called Yours, Mine, and Ours, 1968. The real-life story of a large blended family, Henry Fonda was Frank Beardsley, an actual Coast Guard admiral, a life carrier on whom the movie was based, a widower with ten children. Lucille Ball played Helen, a divorcee with eight of her own, 18 children. The movie covers many of the challenges that came along with their marriage, starting with the most pressing— Finding a house big enough, at, of course, the blended family, and it was a controversial topic at the time back in the mm. late 1960s, and the movie was a minor hit. But then came along, oh, back to the house. In the movie, it was a Victorian. Back to the house came along a TV show called The Brady Bunch. And when the Brady Bunch premiered, the owners of yours, mine, and ours, that was Paramount, said, hold on. Uh, This is our concept. The Brady Bunch is our concept, proven concept, in yours, mine, and ours. And this looks way too much like our movie without not not even a nod toward it. It's not an acquisition. uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? In the credits, nothing. And so they said, we're going to our legal counsel to see if we might have the Brady Bunch people on a copyright violation based on using the concept. And so they asked, case or no case? And Mr. Penny, if you'd like to start, I would love that. Oh, I would love to start this one. Because you know what? Here's, the, here's a very simple thing, Cal. Okay. And I, I'm doing this to help Denise and Todd and the, the listeners. If you want to call in at 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7233. Three, four. You can call us and give us your opinion. You don't even have to be on the air. You can just tell Cal. Or you can uh, tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Instagram us at Radio Law Talk. Uh, selfish plugs. Here's what I say. It doesn't matter. Let's assume this is a case. And I'm going to say it's a case. Okay? I'm going to throw out it's a case. Okay. No way on God's beautiful green earth would any jury go against Marsha and Greg. They just would not do it. I would not dare bring a lawsuit against Marsha and Greg at the Brady Bunch. There's no way. And Alice would come in and, and, and probably be cross-examined. She would 
probably not hold up well, but everybody would love her. Now, I think Bobby would be a not very good witness because sometimes he gets a little flustered because he's younger. But Cindy is just with her cute little, you know, pigtails. She would do well on the witness stand. I'm not quite sure how the rest of the Brady Bunch would do. I think I think Mr. and Mrs. Brady would come across too cheesy, and I think they would be bad witnesses. So given the fact that, that Greg and Marsha – and Marsha would probably have the big nose at the time that the football would hit her in the nose. Uh, at that time, I would just say there's no way they're going to beat them. So I'm for Greg and Marsha. They win. The Brady Bunch wins. And it goes forward. <laughs> okay. Uh, leaving poor Lucille Ball and Henry Fonda without a dime. Todd Kiernan, what do you think about case or no case? Well, you know, if it were a case and if it went forward, I disagree with Fred's analysis because here's what else would come out. The Brady Bunch behind the scenes, the scandal that the guy who played Greg Brady, Barry Williams, actually went out with Florence Henderson, who played his television mom. What's wrong with that? While at the same time <laughs> trying to get busy with Marsha. And then you've got the fact that the girl who played Cindy, uh, uh -huh. Susan Olson, I believe, yeah, Susan yes. Olson. Grew up later to have a pretty wild life, dashing all of the dreams. And while they might not want to go after the Brady Bunch cast, they probably would want to go after Sherwood Schwartz, the producer and creator of the Brady Bunch. But based upon all that, I'm going to say no case. Because if it was a case to have an idea that somebody else came close to using – Everybody would be guilty of copyright infringement in Hollywood. So no case. Denise, do you think it's a problem that um, Greg and his mom went out on a date? Um, technically, no. <laughs> technically, no. It's not did, his mom. Did, so did no. they have, did they have right. the videos back then? They I had think like he, the I think he was only. I mean, here's why: when this when it started, he was a kid. He grew up on the show, but was still only seventeen. What actor goes out with somebody? Who played their mom when he was a kid? Well, well, and then she, she hit on him, as my understanding. It was the '60s. Come on, guys! It was the '60s. Free love. Free love. Yeah. Well. Now I have to argue against Fred's position. Oh no! Because who in their right mind is going to not believe Henry Fonda and Lucille Ball? I mean, they were the honeys in the world back then. And they were, I, I believe they would be much more credible witnesses, even though Lucy might cry on this on the set. So I'm going to give you my response after the break because it gives me a little more time to think about it. <laughs> All right, Denise Spillman, Denise Dirks. After this, we're going to come back and find out about the case or no case. Who wins, Marsha and Greg or Henry Fonda and Lucille Ball? We'll be right back. Oh, boy. Uh, the continuation of Case or No Case and Radio Law Talk is next. Stay tuned. We've got a lot more coming up. to noon Pacific every Saturday, live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy Pet Joy multivitamins in a store. The only way. 0170. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. You are a loser. Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. We were talking about a very, very interesting case or no case. And uh, what it basically is, is yours, mine, and ours was an early. Show that Jane Fonda, I mean that Henry Fonda and uh, Lucille Ball were on, and it was a movie. And then the Brady Bunch comes, and and uh, yours, mine, and ours says, "Wait a minute, that's our same concept. You're not allowed to do that." And then the question is, does the Brady Bunch sue, or or the company, or does you, yours, mine, and ours sue? And if there is a lawsuit. Who wins? Now, Todd says it's not a case, but he opined and was excited about Mrs. Brady and Greg having a little fling, and he discussed that. So, to say nothing of Lucille Ball and Ms. Henry, for all we know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Henry! <laughs> Mrs. Robinson is in his head. <laughs> okay, then, then, then Fred said, Bastards. no, it's a case, and I said there's no way that Marsha and Greg Brady will ever lose. And uh, Denise uh, is stalling and thought about it during the break, and she's going to answer. Okay. I think that this is the case that came down with the concept that both television and movies are in um, film. They're on film. They're created on film. And so there could potentially be a copyright violation. Uh, But I don't think it's a case. All right, two no cases, and Fred says it's a case, and the Brady Bunch wins. Just just one thing, and I'm not seeking to change my answer, but it occurred to me that this 
maybe. You ever watch the credits in films where it says, written by... With based story, on story by, by based on a story right, by right, right. if it's a writing credits and it uses an ampersand versus the word and and there's a whole thing about what all that stuff means now as done by the union this may be what spawned it but I, I still think it's no case all right Cal all right so who says it was not a case that would be Denise and Todd well guess what I'm sad for you yes Fred Penny gets the point Denise you should have stuck with Fred Penny. The producer, Mr. Schwartz, whom you referenced earlier, Todd, quickly proved that he had written down the idea for the Brady Bunch before yours, mine, and ours ever even came out. He had it archived and filed and dated, and therefore... The Brady Bunch wins. Yep, the Brady Bunch wins. Oh, Marsha and Craig. Uh, Did I not nail... Todd, I want to hear the words. Fred, dude, you, you nailed that. Sure, that's probably not something you hear very often, but yes, Fred, you nailed that. <laughs> yes, but you're still behind Todd. Uh, Fred, keep playing that one for a second. Just keep playing it. Just one more time. I want to hear that. Fred, 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 now, Fred. Next uh, hour. Okay. All right. She was known as the female Einstein, or was she a female idea stealer? That's on our next case, our no case, and that concludes it for this hour. Yes. Can you tell I'm a sore winner? <laughs> Yes. 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 <laughs> when I win, I just rub it in their nose. Oh, I just, oh, just, I feel better. Enough can about we, me talking about me. Let me hear you talk can, about me, Fred. Can, can we talk? Can we just end the show now? I think the show should just end. It's an hour and th- uh, two hours and 30 minutes shy. Just end it. I think we, Cal, can we do that? Yeah, or that's no? how Fred signed his yearbook in high school. There's no sense in writing about you when yes, I'm thinking about exactly me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and Todd, Todd signed the middle of the page and said, I signed your crack. <laughs> oh, no. You could tell that's an old oh, no. Fred signatures in the yearbook. It was such a pleasure for you to get to know me this year in school. <laughs> I will have a good summer. <laughs> I hope you join the fan page. You, you will receive a bill for my friendship at the end of the calendar year. It's tax deductible, possibly. And so. I just said, you're a groovy chick. <laughs> you're a groovy chick. Let's talk about, you know, look, I, we have fun here and we enjoy it, but there is a really, really sad story that is going on right now. And we have to talk about it. We got to talk about the Alec Baldwin um, shooting of uh, Helena Hitchens. Is that right? H-A-L-Y-N-A. Helena? Was that, I think was it's that? Elena because she's Russian. Right. Yeah, so she'll leave it Elena. H, but I know it's a Elena. tough deal. Tough Elena. deal. Well, let me tell you a little bit about her. She comes. I just, you know, I think it's important to talk about her. She she what what a what an accomplished woman i mean just she came from ukraine the ukraine um and uh she, she apparently did some filming in, in, in the ukraine and was a well-known cinematographer and has, her credits are just are massive the amount of credits she has in the film she's done and uh she's 42 years old and um if you look at her instagram it shows which is kind of a little bit sad it shows uh, a, a wonderful, awesome time that she was having um, before she said, basically, you know what? Um, the, the positive thing about filming these type of shows is she gets to go horseback riding during the off, you know, when she was off. And it shows her horseback riding and happy. And I didn't realize this, but she's apparently married. And she's married to a lawyer. And she has a son that's approximately nine years old. 
And so the question is, what is going to happen here? I mean, it's devastating to Alec. Clearly, you know, I'm, I, we, we don't take sides, but clearly Alec Baldwin in no way intended to do <laughs> do anything like this. And it was, and it was absolutely just a, a mistake. And it was... Uh, Things were and, not what yeah, they appeared to be. Right. And, right. and what it is, I always say, good people or nice people, this is sometimes you tell a jury, when you have a nice defendant that did something wrong and very seriously injured your client or killed your client, you know, you have to sometimes say good and nice people can still be negligent, right? And that's some things I I talk about that's very important. So they're on the set. And I'm going to just give a little background here. And as they're on the the set, um, apparently there's rumors that – or not rumors, but uh, apparently a number of people walked out on the set – about what the day or two before, because they 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 wanted more money, they didn't like the conditions, et cetera, et cetera. This uh, was a seven million dollar budget um, uh, movie, which you guys know as well as I do, is nothing. That's zero. I mean, that's like that's that's a really small budget. Is in New Mexico, and apparently they were at the time um, had one camera left because everyone walked off. They kind of were protesting, and they and a lot of the camera people were were gone. Right, and so they had this main one one camera available, or maybe they had two, but well, they have very few. M- most of them, it's the cam- it's the folks running the camera. But usually, if you have a uh, the director of cinematography, which right. she would have been, she was the one that would have been on the camera anyway. And they're usually one camera shoots, but you got a lot of supporting folks. You know, the ones that push the camera forward, the gaffers, mm-hmm. set up folks. It's uh, yeah, it, a lot of people may have left, but they didn't. They did, and they had some 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 just general help. So they were a little bit. Uh, slim, I'm going to say, but apparently they have a person called, what is it? They handle the firearm? Armorer. Armorer there, and with some experience, but some said that she didn't have experience, and I guess it was a lady, and um, the thing that was really bizarre is they're using all these guns, and um, and apparently they had used the guns in the past for live round shooting, just having fun, right? Um, before that. that. That is the allegation, although yes, that is allegation. in dispute right now, right. heavily. Right. That's, but, uh, that, all yeah. this stuff is allegations, by the way. It's all just coming out. Don't think everything we're saying is 100%. We're just saying some of the allegations. And the allegations are also that, you know, just things were kind of a little bit of a cluster on, on, the, on the set. And obviously, people are going to complain about things when, when, when something happens. So what happens is Alex is practicing. And you know this, Todd is an actor, so I'm gonna, he'll probably get a little bit deeper in this. And they yell, uh, cold gun, which means it's, it's, there's not, nothing in it, right? And Alex is just practicing his swinging and, and, you know, shooting, and it goes on, and he shoots, and at the time, he's shooting at the camera, right? To practice, because the camera's gonna take that shot, and, and, and shoots, uh, Elena in the chest, and long story short, she dies, and another one of the, uh, producers or directors the, the director. was, behind her, was behind her that got it in the shoulder also. Yes. And, um, Alec is, is just absolutely devastated. So, so tell me about the set and what's going on in the set here. Um, and what are the possible ramifications, Todd and Denise? Um, and, I, and the reason I'm saying to Todd is we're talking about criminal here, um, of some criminal activity on behalf of anybody on the set or criminal charges. And then there's the civil charges that I can clearly talk about. There's clearly going to be some civil charges. And then the issue is do you sue for what's called third-party liability or is it under a workers' comp, right? So you have two remedies there. There may be workers' comp coverage and workers' comp as their sole remedy. And it's in New Mexico, so it depends upon what the New Mexico law is. Uh, Todd, talk about the criminal 
possible criminal issues here. Sure. You know, a lot of the information that we're getting is coming from affidavits that have been issued for search warrants. And, and every time an affidavit goes out, we find out what the uh, status of the investigation to that point to justify the search warrant is. When we come back, because we're heading to a break here, we'll get into exactly what they're searching for, what I think, why they're searching for some things, and how that could impact possible liability for anybody that was involved. Uh, criminal liability. Yes. And we'll be back, talk about criminal liability, and then a little bit of uh, negligence that may have occurred in a civil case. We'll be back. Stay tuned. There is much more Radio Law Talk coming right up, right here, wherever you're listening, online or on your favorite local radio station. We'll be back. Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-710-3739. 800-710-3739. 800-710-3739. That's 800-710-3739. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM. You can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. 
A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. Copays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. We're back talking about the unfortunate and sad incident that occurred on the uh, set of uh, Ru- uh, Rust, was it called? No. Yes, it was Rust, called Rust. Um, which was uh, going to be a movie uh, with Alec Baldwin and the shooting of Elena Hutchins, um, and she's a 42-year-old mother, uh, approximately nine-year-old son, and a husband who's a lawyer, by the way. And what is going on? Uh, what's going to happen next? There's a lot of conjecture right now. These are all allegations. Um, there's not an allegation that she was shot, but the allegations of, of why or what happened uh, before and after, et cetera, et cetera. And, but the question is, what's the possible – I'm going to say possible, and Todd's right. They're going to keep things open implications of any criminal uh, charges, Todd. Yeah, and so so when we were moving into the break, we're saying that most of the information we get comes from the affidavits and the search warrant. And it's difficult for anybody to say, well, it's likely that they're looking at this charge now for this person or this person or this person because uh, I'll give you an example. We mentioned this during our break. Remember when Kobe Bryant had that rollover? And, not uh, Kobe Bryant. Uh, not Kobe Bryant, but Tiger Woods Tiger had the Bryant. Tiger Woods had the rollover yeah. accident uh, about six seven months ago, and we were all kind of amazed how quickly the local law enforcement came out to rule out any criminal charges being filed when they hadn't even done accident investigation or anything like that yet. Right? It was it was confusing why that statement came out so quick. My opinion is that the authorities in New Mexico are taking the exact opposite tack in this. Which I think is appropriate, not to rule out anything, because they have a lot of scenarios they have to cover. They have to rule out everything from an intentional premeditated act all the way down to something that was just a horrible accident that would warrant no criminal charges. And you've got that spectrum of things that they have to investigate and weed out. I mean, obviously, if this was an intentional premeditated act, you know the charges would be murder. But I think that is is probably very remote. They still have to investigate it. I mean, it, it could be recklessness. It could be it, a lot of things. It could be recklessness. And the one thing that, that I wanted to point out, and this is going to dovetail into what Fred will analyze from a civil standpoint, is we, if there are charges, probably the most likely 
charge would be one that has as an element, it's based on criminal negligence. And negligence in the criminal sense is nothing like negligence in the civil sense. The standard is different for criminal negligence. I'll just... Uh, if it's like involuntary manslaughter and criminal negligence is an element of that, it would have to be proven that the person that they're charging, uh, let's see here, committed an act in a reckless way that creates a high risk of death or great bodily injury. Well, you could look at that and say we've got that. And that a reasonable person would have known that acting in this way could create such a risk. But then there's this extra part in the jury instruction. It says, in other words, a person acts with criminal negligence when the way he or she acts is so different from the way an ordinary careful person would act in the same situation that their actions amount to a disregard for human life or indifference to the consequences of that act. That's a high standard to prove. And that's one that if, if there's even a potential for a charge like that, you got to get a lot of evidence, and that's what they're in the middle of and, right now. And then it has to be uh, almost all areas in the United States, it's got to be what? Not preponderance of the evidence? It's or beyond a beyond reasonable, reasonable doubt. doubt. And all jurors have to agree. That's, it has to be a unanimous verdict. Right. That's the difference. We're like a lot of states, like California is a 9-3. Nine have to agree. Three have to disagree. The, the one thing that I would say on this, because you hear a lot of – there's a lot of questions about, okay, should the armorer have been the one that gave the gun to Alec Baldwin? Or should she have checked it? Should instead the, of the – Instead of the assistant director who apparently has – you know, some things in his past, I'm sure you'll talk about that. What were Alec Baldwin's responsibilities once the gun was handed to him? And I keep going back to this. I remember when I uh, had to, for safety purposes, apply for and I purchased a handgun. And I had to go through and take the test and do the handgun safety course. And the one thing, I, one of the things that I remember from that is every time you are handed a gun, and a prop gun would count as this. It's not a prop gun. It's a real gun here used for prop purposes. Plus, blanks can hurt you, but by the way. anytime yeah. you are handed a gun, you have an independent responsibility to open the gun, check the chamber, check the rounds, and do that. And being on a movie set does not absolve anybody from that responsibility. So if the armorer handed it to the assistant director, hypothetically, both of them got to check the gun. The, arm, the assistant director gives it to Baldwin. Both of them have to check it. That's the safety protocol. Maybe, and I'm going I'm to disagree with that in a minute. Cal, you had a quick question. I was going to say there's also a requirement that you're, uh, having been trained a little bit, downrange. When you've got a gun in your hand, you've got to be aware of what is beyond your target, what is yeah, downrange. Yeah, but, but if Baldwin thinks there's nothing in it, I can see, I mean, that obviously well, is going well, to Well, wait a minute. I'm going to jump in on that. Let yeah. me jump in on that. And yeah. Denise, I don't know if you want to say something, but I want to jump in on two things. Number one, Cal, this is part of the job is to point that at the camera and and shoot. That is the job. That is the type of filming that they do, and that's that. what they do. Yeah. That's yeah. normal. Yeah. So that downrange thing, I don't agree with in a situation like this because what he was doing, he was practicing the shot. Which, I mean, the shot as in the, the camera shot of him shooting, and he was supposed to shoot at the camera. This is, all, again, we're all speculating now, but this is my general understanding is that's what he was supposed to do. Now, the thing is, I'm going to bring up on that issue, Cal, yeah. is 
uh, and, and I was going to bring this up, why don't they have some sort of, when they're shooting at the camera toward the cinematographer, why isn't there some sort of shield? They could, I mean, they could still look at the film, but they have some sort of, you know, a metal shield in front of them well, just in glass, case. Whatever. Just right, in right, case. Right. Some, uh, some, some glass. But, but anyway, and the other thing, Todd, what was it? You said that I was going to say. It was I, about checking the gun as it's given. Got it. it. Yes. So that's like saying checking the pilots before they fly. Did they do everything right? Did they, sometimes you have to rely on the professionals that are doing stuff for you, checking the car you're driving, checking this and that. And, and just think of every single actor had to check every little thing before they do their acting. It would take the film three times longer. And I'm not disagreeing 100 percent. I'm saying that's another argument is Alex, does he have to check everything every time and every stunt? And everything he's doing. Yes. Well, I, I, and and I, I, would, I would say I would no. I would say yes mm-hmm. if the action that you're engaged in is something that could kill somebody. So so if if I'm doing a stunt and I'm going I'm, and I'm the actor, last thing I'm checking is to make sure the rope's going to hold me or, or do something. I rely on people, but it's it's kind of like the whole um, if you're parachuting, you want to check your own chute. Even though somebody else might have packed it for you, you might want to look at it. But when it comes to gun safety and how easy it is and how quick it is to simply pop it open, check the chamber, check the rounds, close it, and you're good to go. It's, it's an action that takes maybe 10 seconds. I don't necessarily yeah. disagree, but yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out. Then a car will kill someone. Should they check the car and its safety before they drive it in a, a, a scene where if a guy running across or hanging onto the car or something, should Alex Baldwin, if he's driving that car, check the safety of that car? If there are ind- industry protocols that require yes. it, then they should. I don't know if there are for vehicles, but I know there are for firearms. Okay. Yeah, I, I would just like to say that in New Mexico, um, they have a distinction between manslaughter. There's voluntary and involuntary. And both involve criminal negligence, but voluntary is when they voluntarily take the action involuntary when they don't necessarily have a voluntary part of it it's involuntary but it's still criminal negligence and that i think is where we're looking at we may also denise have some issues if alec baldwin is one of the directors or is he the producers if he's one of the producers they're gonna i'll tell you right now someone's gonna be at fault here there's gonna be we can't guarantee i'm not saying we're just speculating at this point but to find some criminal negligence Someone was criminally negligent here. Or more than generally someone. speaking, generally speaking, right? yeah, I, I, I think. I, that, I think. I, and I think that's why the investigation is so thorough right now, because it's it's a two edged sword. Let's say ultimately they determine that there's no criminal negligence, right? If they determine there's no criminal negligence, then the investigation that led to that conclusion is going to be scrutinized with a fine-tooth comb. If they determine that there is criminal negligence, then they know it's going to be scrutinized with a fine-tooth comb by the defense team of the person charged with it. Either way, they got to dot all the I's and cross all the T's. And in 30 seconds, so uh, civil case, uh, it depends. It depends on a lot of things. Uh, it depends if they're independent contractors, like Denise said. It depends if they're under agreement, if they're employees. Then they're, the, the, the single remedy may be workers' comp. And then there's third-party cases that can be brought outside of workers' comp, too. So, Doesn't believe it me, depend also if there's a deep pocket? 
No, not necessarily. You have to depends on the law. And, 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 I, and New Mexico, I don't practice in New Mexico, so I'm not quite sure. But we'll be back hour two, and we're going to talk about a NASCAR tombstone lawsuit. Hang on, put your seatbelt on. And, Cal, tell them what happens if someone drops our uh, drops uh, oh, the radio yeah. talk. Yeah, it's easy. Just go over to radiolawtalk.com and click to the Listen Live button, and you can listen to the entire program, the rest of it, and every show we've ever done is archived there as well. And that's uh, radiolawtalk.com. We'll be back. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Some people say the USA is finished. It's evil. A has-been. Full of hate and injustice. The U.S. Constitution should be trashed and the Bill of Rights abolished. No free speech, no gun ownership. Competition and free markets are bad. We're all too stupid. For our own good, the government must own everything and know all your secrets. Other people say that America has created the freest, richest, happiest, most generous society that has ever existed in the world. That's why millions of people are desperate to come here and escape their brutal lives in Cuba, Venezuela, North Korea, and 100 other countries. In America, we have the right to succeed, the right to our own living, the right to have a family, the right to believe in God, the right to have our own ideas, the right to be safe and secure, and the right to be left alone. Where do you stand? Help us save the Constitution and restore the American dream. Go to SaveMyFreedom.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council. 